You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's just one of those moments where you look at somebody and it's like, well, you know what? I've got nothing to say here. You're, I'm laying it all out. You can see everything that I'm doing. Like you, you can just take a look and assess everything that's going on you in my life right a, now. Like and an ointment or something for that, that. That would be the only bonus that I could have thrown in there. I think on that on that at that point. Um, but it's just seeing that it's like, hey, I haven't seen you for a long time, and then just having having her look at all of my stuff and just be like, yeah. Yeah. So you're, so, you're, so you're pooping a lot. Good to see you. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and how if you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got so much uh, to get to today. I do want to say this, that um, first off, thanks for listening to Fun Employment Radio. If Absolutely. I didn't mention that already. <laughs> also, we're going to have a fine, fine friend and owner of one of our sponsors on, and that is Anton, of course, owner of Asylum. Anton's going to be in here. Which is very cool. We haven't had Anton in studio for a while, so he's going to talk to us about some of the new stuff that they have for the summer. As we were talking about before, you know, it's like wedding season, so like some cool stuff that you can buy for people for presents, all that, all that good stuff. Yes. So he's going to be joining us, and I believe uh, talking also about like grown-up grown up furniture. Which Gro- is, what's grown-up furniture? Grown-up furniture is something that I need to learn about, and which is why I'm excited Anton is coming in. Because do you not have grown-up sell- furniture? Well, no, I think I do, but I'm I'm not a stylish man, and uh, Anton Anton can actually tell us how to be... They know what they're doing. They do. Asylum is a fantastic store. So uh, Anton's going to be in here to talk about all of that stuff. So that's coming up here in just a little bit on the show. But yes, to get back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. So it was one of those moments today where you're, I, went, I went to the grocery store. And I don't know why this is just affecting me so much. Because everybody does these things. But it's just the moment of being caught with it. And then just the shame, the instant shame that I felt this morning. All right, what was so shameful? Okay, for, well, for one, you know, I haven't um, – but when it gets hot, like I don't eat that much. Uh-huh. I, I really have a hard time eating. This is just a side note to lean into it. I'll explain why. But then finally today – so like yesterday, I hardly ate because it's been so warm here. And, and today I finally – I was like, I'm really hungry. And I'm like, you know what? You know what? I have, since I haven't eaten for, uh, for that much yesterday, I'm going to treat myself hell with it. I'm going to go in and get myself something that I don't want anybody to know that I'm doing, except now that Sarah exposes it to everyone. Um, <laughs> like, I'm going to go in. I want pizza. I'm going to eat some pizza for lunch. And on top of that, I'm not just going to eat pizza. I'm going to get a personal stuffed crust pizza because oh. regular pizza is not enough for me. It's not? I want more cheese. There's oh, you not have enough cheese. To. If there's a choice between a stuffed crust and a non-stuffed crust, you always have to go with no. stuffed crust. No, I don't. No, I really don't have Dude, to. Dude, if you're and getting I'm... the pizza, if you're getting the personal pizza already, you might as well upgrade <laughs> it to the most amazing that it can be. And that's the thing. I sat there actually for a second while I'm looking at these things, and I'm like, hmm, no, uh, no, don't do the stuffed crust. You just do... <laughs> the three meat special. That's better for you than stuffed crust. And I'm like, no, that's that's not going to be any different. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just getting stuffed crust. You have to. And so I did that. And I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute. I'm at the store. I better pick up a couple of things that I'm forgetting. Now, here's the things that I 
that I proceeded to pick up. I uh, the the house uh, you know I live in a house in Southeast Portland. I don't think I've said that for a while. <laughs> um, I'm and sorry. Do you live? A, don't a, know, do you live upstairs in your house? I do. I live in a, the converted attic upstairs, but I have two roommates uh, at my house. And um, you know, when you have roommates, we were out of uh, or we're low on toilet paper. So I'm like, well, I'm here at the store. I've already got my shame pizza. Might as well go uh, take care of a couple other items. Oh, gross. For some reason, those so, two things together sound really gross. Yeah, I <laughs> I know. But, I mean, it's – I was there. I'm like, oh, I might as well just go do this and take care of some errands. So I did that. And then and then I was like, well, I'm on this aisle. Oh, look at this. They have toilet bowl cleaner drops that I can put in there. And I, I'm out of those as well. I might as well pick up some of those and some bleach. So I picked up some ble- some spray bleach. So you look like you're going to eat some pizza, murder somebody, and then well, possibly, uh, and then of, of destroy a note, bathroom for a little while. Of side, <laughs> of side note, foaming bleach is the greatest thing ever. The spray foaming bleach, I recommend it to everyone. It is so awesome. Spray it in like like anywhere, and I'll just like take it. it's it's amazing. Anyway, that's weird. It's a great invention. So I, I pick up some of that, and I've got my so I've got my arms full because I hadn't. Originally, when I got the pizza, I didn't get a, a bag because I wasn't thinking – or a basket or anything because I wasn't thinking I was going to be picking this stuff up. Instead, I'm like – have this giant like, 24-pack of toilet paper <gasps> shoved underneath one arm and then a stuffed crust pizza like barely like jammed up in there. So you didn't even go for the basket. You're just like holding all the stuff in your arms? Yeah. I was just like, oh, well, I'm just going to – yeah, to pack it all in you know, because I'm just in and out. But oh, I'm, I'm thinking ahead. I was like, well, I'm saving myself a trip. I'm saving myself a, a trip by doing this. And so I'm walking through the store and then on the, the – so I've got the, the toilet paper roll on one side and then the stuffed crust personal pizza on the other with some bleach shoved up under there. And then with the one hand well, where the, where, around the toilet paper, I've got my toilet bowl cleaner shoved into that hand. Oh, my God. It just looks like you're getting ready to destroy something. With I toilet don't know. Cleaner, I just, bleach looks, and a 24-pack yes, of toilet paper? I know. Oh, my God. Uh, our friend Alex in the chat said, because of Sarah's discussions of seeing people walk around with toilet paper, I now order mine online and have it delivered to work. You have. You've given me a complex, partially. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, look at that person. Because, I mean, they it's sure funny. Poop because everybody poops. Everybody poops. Thank but you, you don't want to be... I know. You're, I, I'm Spoiler alert. But... But I'm saying, like, nothing reminds you more so of that than somebody carrying around a giant economy pack of toilet paper, of butt wipes. Just being like, oh, yeah, you're oh, you don't on- need to say that. The- you're planning on pooping is- a lot. That well, I'm vulgar. sorry. What do you... Oh, it's vulgar? It's vulgar. It's toilet paper. You use it in the toilet. That's what it's for. I don't need to talk about it. Well, I'm. Well, that's exactly what they're. So I'm you ran into somebody while you're right, carrying. So, so especially if you're carrying like a 24 pack and you're just one person by pack. yourself, that looks like you have some serious like intestinal problems well, going on. The thing is, it's just I have all that. <laughs> I think also probably the hurriedness appearance that it gave because it didn't look like I'd been planning on purchasing purchasing these things, which I hadn't. It looked like <laughs> I was in an emergency. Like I need this now because I didn't even bother to get a basket. I just have it the shoved under paper? my arm, oh. and I'm I'm in a hurry. Hurry. I'm rushing through the store to get down to the studio. So I already look rushed. And then I run in to this girl that I know. It's just a girl. I mean, I haven't talked to her in a long time, but she, she happened to be there. But it's one of those people where you, where you run into them 
and you know you knew them well enough that you can't really not say something. Oh, I know, but like you've already made eye contact, so you can't avoid them by like going down another aisle. Yeah, and it's yeah. not somebody that you could just do a quick casual. Maybe you like mutually pretend you didn't see each other, like one of those kinds of things. Because I've had that happen before. Um, Mr. Jenky now says in the chat that uh, now that he knows that you poop, he's going to cancel his subscription. <laughs> <laughs> he's disgusted by you. Well, I'm sorry. It's the dirty truth. So, <laughs> so, so I'm saying I'm hurrying to the self checkout with toilet paper under one one hand, holding the, the toilet bowl cleaner, and then the stuffed crust pizza with bleach wrapped up under that arm, and running through there, and I just run like pretty much smack into this person. I'm like, hey! And for a split second, I was excited to see them just to just because I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you for a long time. And then the realization of of what I had in my end and, and the same reaction on her end, like, hey, how's it going? And then it's unavoidable. You have that, to look at what someone's carrying. Well, it was a do. big, huge thing of toilet paper. God. And <sighs> there's nothing less attractive than seeing a dude carry around a big because, you know, Whoa, everyone, what are you trying to say? I'm just saying, like. You know, as we said before, you know, it's a function that everybody does. However, like being reminded that men are gross and then they're then you're carrying around like a 24 pack of toilet paper. <laughs> it seems like there's something going wrong there. I'm just saying that's like that's pretty disgusting. <laughs> what? It's not disgusting. <laughs> so I'm talking to her and I and I'm watching I, like I'm. Slowly realizing, like not really slowly, I'm just realizing like I've got all this in my arms right now. And I'm watching her eyes look from my face and just look right down at the toilet paper and then right over to where I'm holding the stuffed crust pizza, personal stuffed crust pizza. Oh, God. Are you end. trying to like lock eyes with her so she doesn't look down? It was too late. I just watched this happen. It just happened. I'm like, how's it, how's it going? And uh, it wasn't somebody – you know, there's certain levels of like even past friendships where you don't feel like comfortable enough like joking about the fact that mm-hmm. I had all this stuff in my hand because I, it just didn't – it felt How weird. Joke? I was just embarrassed. Tell, like, tell me a joke that you would make about toilet paper and a, and a pizza. If I ran into you in a store, that would be different. I could joke with you about it. I'm saying there's certain levels of like friendship. This is one where I'm not good enough friends to really make jokes. I don't know. I haven't seen this person in a long <laughs> you time. Seems so awkward right now. Uh, that's how. That's exactly how it was. This is exactly how it was. Yeah. And so, I'm just like, oh, um, doing. I'm doing uh, doing great. You're just. I'm kind of like stuttering, but then trying to be like to, to overcompensate for the fact that I have all of these things in. And um, she just kind of looks at me and she gives me that smile, like the smile of. Oh, this is where it's at, huh? Oh, this like, is where oh, you've taken your life. Oh, that's too bad. But look at that. He's trying. I just He's really trying wish, real hard. I, I really hope that you started over-explaining the 24-pack of uh, toilet paper. Like, no, no, no. I no, have roommates. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up because that's what, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. This is not somebody that I could really, like, joke with and explain. It just wouldn't work. Well, it's true. It's not somebody with that level of friendship. So I don't. It was more I went to the try to cover it up and ignore it. And it's just it's just too. Well, I think there's something off putting. Like if you were buying like a four pack or something, that's one thing. But if it's one person by themselves at the store buying a twenty four pack. Yeah, by the way, uh, every guy out there who's listening to this show, Sarah <laughs> thinks you're gross if you buy more than four four rolls of toilet paper at a time. No, I don't think they're gross. I'm just saying it. Just immediately, it, it's like the it's immediately where your mind goes. It goes into that function. It's not something some place that you find necessarily attractive. <laughs> <What? laughs> 
Wow. Uh, so anyway, I, uh, I, I, I tried to like cover it up, but I'm just like, hey, how, how are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm doing great. Better than buying yeah. 24 rolls of toilet um, paper. And then she's like, well, I'm just – I'm on my lunch break. I got to get going. So um, – but it's so good to see you. Like one of those things. But it's so good to see you. And you know it's not good to see me. Like I knew she was – I knew she, she was She was like thinking, wow. No, it was You've probably really good gotten to- into a – Gotten into a place, haven't you? It probably was good to see you, you know, because she's not walking around lugging, you know, a bunch of toilet paper and a personal pizza, <laughs> unless she was. So she probably feels better about herself, then, <laughs> is what you're saying. So, and then then I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you know, when somebody, like, intentionally cuts the conversation short, mm-hmm. and you can tell, you, you know what's going on, like, you're getting cut off. Like, here, uh, try to, try to like, engage with me, like, hey, how are, I'll, I'll ask you a question. Hey, okay. how are you doing? Uh, and do I have the toilet paper or do you have the toilet paper? You have the toilet paper. I have the toilet paper. Yeah, okay. you have the toilet paper. All right, hang on. Um, hi. Hi. Hi, how are you? A long time no see. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm doing great. To, all right, I'm holding a 24-pack. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How have things been going? Yeah, th- going going good. How about you? Uh, very well. Very well. Cool. All right. Well, I got to get back to work. I'm just on my lunch break. But it was really good to see you. Yeah, that's not rude. She was probably clearly on her lunch break. Then maybe you're maybe making excuses. One of the two. <laughs> I'm I I'm pretty sure I I'm pretty sure I know what she was thinking. Well, either way, either way, that's what happened. So then I just proceeded to go check out, and it was completely awkward. And <laughs> so you had to quite the eventful morning. Well, yeah, I mean, it went went from that, and then uh, you know, on top of it, when I when I went out, so so I'm walking out of the store, you know, I have all of this stuff in my hand, and. And still thinking about exactly what just transpired with that. And as I'm going out, I'm like, okay, not really paying attention to everything that's going on. And I hear this loud bang and a bunch of kicking, like kicking sounds, which I can only describe as kicking sounds like somebody scuffing against the pavement. And I look up and I had almost run. This is right after all this happened with the girl. I almost walked right into this crazy guy. Crazy guy standing on the sidewalk who was in the process of stomping the crap out of a plastic bottle. Oh. And then on top of that, he had in his hand a bag of Ruffles chips. Did you try to steal the chips? No, because I don't like Ruffles oh, chips. Oh, that's true. It wasn't And the Doritos. thing is, and, and, and since this guy, yeah, this guy's standing there with these Ruffles chips, and I look up, you know, just kind of in shock because I'm in a daze from what I've just embarrassed myself with that, and I'm like, oh, I almost walked into this guy, and he looked up at me with, like, Marilyn – or not Marilyn Manson, like, Charles Manson eyes. Oh, yeah. He had Charles Manson, like, stringy hair and eyes. I'm like, oh, this – okay, we've got, a, we've got an issue going on here. <laughs> stringy this hair This is not somebody Charles to Manson engage eyes. in. This is somebody you just back kind of up and walk around. And he, he stared at me for a second as I walked around him. And then he p- picked up the bag of chips, and he drop-kicked him into the street. He almost hit a car. Drop-kicked a full bag of Ruffles. And then after that car drove by, he walked out into the street and stomped the Ruffles. In the middle of the street. In the middle of the street. If you drive down Hawthorne Boulevard right now, you will see Ruffles chips all over the street, at least as far as when I, when I left there. That you is know, so hours weird. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. He didn't, he didn't like the Ruffles. However, I can say I appreciate his thoughts on Ruffles. Ruffles oh, are kind of a waste God. of a chip. It's a waste of a chip. It's bland. Well, Ruffles are it's good if you boring. have a dip. If you have a dip, Ruffles are good. Uh, yeah, if you have some sort of like onion, no, you're like you know onion dip or something like that. Okay, maybe if you're dipping to add something into them. If they're Otherwise, an accessory. It's a, it's a waste of a chip. They're an accessory chip. Yeah, it's just it's like 
I don't know. It's the white bread of chips. That's what it is. What is the ultimate chip? Well, there's, you can have all kinds of different ultimate chips. I mean, Doritos are the, a wonderful what is the example. Complete opposite Cheetos, of a ruffle. Doritos and Cheetos, something with flavor and deliciousness. Ruffles are like that is that is like the Wonder Bread. Ruffles and like Lay's and those basic potato chips, boring, boring. So did you uh, commiserate you with the crazy, the crazy man? Did you say that you agreed with him? No, but I did appreciate it. I, I, I wanted to say, I mean, I appreciated the fact that he didn't like Ruffles, not the fact that he was stomping the bag and running into the street. That part um, didn't quite. Yeah, you I don't, don't really want to start the day my, seeing someone run over. My dislike of him doesn't really go that far. Mm. So, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's, and it's not like I won't eat Ruffles or Lay's in a pinch. If I'm in a pinch, there's nothing else. I'll if you're in them. a chip pinch. Yeah, if I'm in a chip pinch. Yeah, but, but they are. They are the wonder white bread of chips, of the chips world. Just I like boring. how long you thought about this as you're clutching. Like you're sta- I can picture you standing on the side of Hawthorne clutching your 24-pack of toilet paper and your personal pizza, yeah. watching a crazy man stomp on his ruffles and being f- like, I respect that. Well, as much as I made that girl feel better because I was the one with the st- personal stuffed crust pizza and bleach and toilet paper. This guy actually made me feel a little bit better about myself, too. So I was like, well, you know what? I may have just embarrassed myself in there, but right here, right here, I'm, pre- I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Okay. I didn't kick any bag of chips into the street. Wow. You're so setting look at the bar. Me. You're look setting at the bar me. pretty high. Look at me. Pretty high. Yep. That's kind of where it was. <laughs> you are one of the weirdest people I think I've ever met. Who looks it's at all somebody- about balance. Who it's all about balance. Kicking a bag into the, a bag of chips in the street and doesn't think like, "Wow, that's a batshit crazy person." No, that's Instead, what I mean. Instead, you're like, "That's about right. <laughs> I can see that ruffles aren't aren't very good." Well, I can see why they why they are offended by the why they don't like the ruffles. But what I'm saying is the fact that I'm not that crazy. That made me feel. It gave me an ego boost after I just had it destroyed by, you know, toilet paper girl. Toilet paper girl. Wow. Yeah. No, now I feel bad. Everyone feel free to buy the toilet paper. I didn't no. need to toilet paper shame anybody. Sarah just did it. Why do you think it's such it's a just shameful me. thing for me? Nobody else thinks that, but I do every time I see somebody with a bunch of toilet paper. I'm just looking at them and then, I mean, you can't help it, but think about them using the toilet paper. Is that just me? Uh, no, I do not think about people. <laughs> that is just you. I don't walk into the store and like look at somebody's product and think, how are they going to use that? Like, I know how it's going to be used. You know how it's going to be used. So I don't need to think about it. Well, I know you don't think about it, but it kind of crosses your mind. Like, I don't oh. look at somebody carrying a sandwich being like, I want to watch them eat that. I like, don't know. And you're sitting there, oh, I don't know. That's something That's something with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. A man who apparently, a Texas man who uh, apparently was mocking... Alligators by yelling "fuck the alligators" and jumping into the water with alligators in it, despite the warning signs, is dead after being eaten by an alligator. <sighs> Orange County police were called to Burkhart's Marina early uh, this past weekend after reports that a man by the name of Tommy Woodward, 28 years young, and an uh, unidentified woman were swimming in a bayou and had been attacked by a large uh, alligator. Woodward's body was found several hours later. The woman was not injured. So uh, witnesses at the scene said that Woodward ignored verbal warnings from everyone that was there, saying there was a 10-foot-long alligator in the bayou and don't go in there. 
uh, along with signs posted, no swimming, alligators present. Uh, he mocked the deadly creatures before jumping into the water. Uh, he removed his shirt, took out his wallet. Somebody shouted a warning to him, and he said, fuck the alligators, and jumped in the water and was almost immediately bitten by an alligator. Wow. He immediately started yelling for help. Uh, so witnesses say, uh, let's see, uh, witnesses said, they were begging him to stay out of the water, but he just jumped in anyway. The next thing that they heard was uh, the woman screaming, because I guess a woman jumped in with him. She was uninjured. Why did she? Right, she jumped in, too, because she, she also did not she like the alligators? Man with a, uh, she didn't say anything. It was just oh. Tommy Woodward that said, fuck the alligators, and then jumped in. Uh, the next thing that the witnesses heard, however, was a woman screaming, the alligators got him! <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm just saying, if there's a sign posted that says alligators present, do not swim, probably don't mock the alligators and then jump into an alligator infested bayou. Well, I mean, yeah. In a way, this seems like uh, this kind of gentleman, he was destined to uh, pass away this way. I'm going to guess his life, that people who really know him. People who knew Tommy Woodward. People who knew Tommy Woodward are probably probably thinking, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That's... (laughs) That yeah. sounds like something Tommy would do. Okay, that makes sense. Now, did you know that you're especially not supposed to go swimming at night in bayous because that's alligators feeding time? Well, I wouldn't go swimming in a bayou ever. <laughs> Who goes <laughs> swimming in a bayou? I know, especially a bayou that's like multiple signs that say alligators live here. But yeah, no. You know who goes swimming in a bayou? Tommy Woodward went swimming in a bayou. Well, and look what happened to him. It didn't end for him very well. Taught those alligators a lesson. <laughs> All right, now we go to our, uh, our cousin to the north out of Calgary. Calgary, Alberta. A police in Calgary, Canada have arrested a man who decided to go for a flight on Sunday by attaching 150 helium-filled balloons to a lawn chair. That kind of sounds awesome. It sounds kind of magical. So this guy, uh, Daniel Boria, 26 years old, was uh, charged with one count of mischief causing danger to life, which I didn't really was was a thing because it was causing a danger to his life, and one count of mischief to property under $5,000 for his stunt. So uh, it was meant to promote a cleaning company that hired him to do it. His flight didn't go as planned, however. The lawn chair quickly took off uh, to the air after the team released it, but he was unable to properly uh, maneuver the apparatus. Calgary police say uh, he was first spotted floating around near the downtown area. As he approached downtown Calgary, Boria jumped from his chair and opened a parachute he was wearing. He had a bit of a rough landing uh, when he landed and slightly injured both of his ankles. Uh, so he was attempting to land somewhere. Of course, he couldn't navigate his lawn chair with the 150 helium balloons. So he did not make it to his location, and he was arrested. He's he's lucky. Although that does sound that does sound fun. I could see you being the crazy man that. I'd want a parachute. I'd need a parachute on hand. Well, he had a parachute. Yeah, I mean that's what I know, but I mean that's what I'm saying. I, I would need that. But yeah. How does one attach 150 balloons to a lawn chair? Well, you strap it down, and you just have a big knife, and you slice the rope, and boom, away you go. Wow, you've thought about this. Oh, I have thought about it. I know yeah, you have. I totally have. Mm-hmm. No, I went to a thing. A This was several years ago. There's a now defunct pizza place here in town that had a big event, which completely illegal, but they did that with a lawn chair with a dummy in it, and they launched like it off. Kind of like Balloon Boy? Yeah, it was yeah, kind of like Balloon Boy. This was before Balloon Boy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they they strapped a dummy into a lawn chair, and then filled a whole bunch of helium balloons like that, and then just let it go at their pizza place, and had a big huge to do about it. I think they got in trouble for that. I would. And they're think also so. out of business now. <laughs> However, I went down there to the showing. <laughs> I went down there and watched them set it set it loose. <laughs> Wait, what pizza place was this? Uh, it was 
Well, if it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the exact name. Oh, okay. and I, I don't want to mix it up with one that is still a pizza place. Gotcha. On accident. Don't want to... If yeah. I... Yeah, if I think about it for a second, I'll remember what it is. Greg, there's a new study out that's uh, about people with blue eyes. So I felt like this was relevant oh, to yeah. you. Uh, so people with blue eyes have a greater chance of becoming alcoholics. Oh. Yeah, that's a new study. It's uh, just sad. It's a study from the University of Vermont. Researchers found that within a sample of 1,263 European, European Americans, uh, alcohol dependence was more prevalent among those with light blue eyes than those with dark brown eyes. Now, people with blue eyes had the highest rates of alcohol dependence, according to the study. Uh, how, how could you even... That doesn't even make any sense. I don't know. The study found a statistic, uh, statistically significant... And that's what it says. Interaction between genes for eye color and genes associated with alcohol dependence. Uh, genetic interaction is when one gene influences the effect that another gene has. So uh, I just wanted to give you that little public service announcement. Okay. I need to let you know I'll, that. I'll watch out. <laughs> and uh, finally, do have one more story. Out of Birmingham, Alabama. Greg, this might be a way for us to make some money. Okay. An Alabama man is offering a $10,000 reward to anyone who can set him up on a date that leads to a relationship lasting at least six months. A $10,000 reward? $10,000 cash. All right. I am calling a... Uh, it's, he's looking for a woman? He's looking for a woman. Okay. Lady listeners to- of Fun <laughs> Employment Radio, here's a deal I would like to make you. <laughs> I will set you up with a gentleman... You have to stay together with him for six months. I will pay you six thousand dollars. Six thousand. I will pay you six thousand dollars to stay with that man for six months. Now it's a particular man, and the cash transaction will be heading my way. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go sixty forty on it. Wow, that's really giving. It is. All right. Well, uh, this- so ladies, if you'd like six grand, get a hold of me. We might be able to work out a deal And here. if you live near Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, yeah, Alabama. All right, so this guy is 29 years old. His name is Ren Lu Yu. Ren Lu Yu. Uh, he created his own website called DateRen.com. Now, he created this website after going on 30, 30 dates during the last 10 months, uh, none of which failed to result in a happy relationship. So if you go to Ren Yu's uh, website, it has an entry form for people seeking the $10,000 prize. Uh, they can submit names, biographies, and photos of potential girlfriends to him. Uh, Ren Yu is a Harvard graduate who works at a private equi- uh, as a private equi- equity associate. Really? This guy's a Harvard grad? Mm-hmm. Harvard standards are a little bit lower nowadays, <laughs> so aren't they? So he said that the, that the person who connects him with the woman who becomes his girlfriend for at least six months will receive the prize. <laughs> this guy's a Harvard grad. Yeah. This is this is does not does not speak well of their organization, and it's a very respected university. Uh, Ren Yu um, says it's. Pr- I know. I'm sure. <laughs> Come that- to Harvard. You'll really- have an extra ten grand. You'll never be able to date anyone. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, they're probably like pissed that this guy is associating himself with them. Uh, it's pretty simple, Ren Yu says on the site. He says, I save a ton of time on finding romantic prom- uh, prospects and going on bad dates. You make a bunch of money for something that you've done for a friend. It's win-win. Uh, Yu does admit that the scheme is weird, but he said, uh, but if you look at it this way, if you work 12 hours a day, how would you want to spend the few waking hours you have left? Probably not standing at a bar with your fingers crossed. This is way more fun than me. It, or way more fun for me. So in other news, he's saying that he works 12 hours a day. And he doesn't want to do anything when he's not working. So, ladies, that's a real keeper. Get a hold of me. Actually, that makes it kind of easy. That makes it even more appealing for this All girl. All right, $6,000, ladies. Yep, I will uh, I will arrange 
for $6,000 for you at the end of the six months. Okay, there you have it. There's your world of crazy. 40% finder's fee, but that's that's between me and... That just, that's just between that's you and your God. That's yes. fair. All right. Sweet. <laughs> that's a pretty damn good idea. All right. Um, should we take a quick break? Yep. Because we do have our guest that's going to be coming in here in a minute. Cool. Before Before we do that really quick, though, I do want to say something, and that is... I want to say thank you to Andy in the mighty Southeast. Oh, Andy. Andy helped me out tremendously yesterday, and I got my truck through DEQ, which is finally. Dang, you and that truck, man. You've been having so many problems with that. Well, you work with what you have. Yep. And so it's what I've got. But, uh, but yeah, Andy helped me out so much. I really want to say thank you. Thank you, Andy. And yes, it was awesome. Cool. Much appreciated. I think they're on their way uh, camping and we'll probably be listening to this. So. Okay. Have fun camping. Yay. All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, everyone. How you guys doing? I mean, you're listening now to Fun Employment Radio. And this is Tommy Wiseau. You are turning me apart, our audience in Portland. Portland? It's not the Portland. I am now. It's to kind pro- of Portland. Okay. Yeah. You see, now they correct me. I'll be uh, cut. Oh. Anyone who has no idea who Tommy Wiseau is, which I think that's more and more people nowadays, he's kind of faded past his 15 minutes. I don't think he has. I believe is that he's... Is he still there? Oh, yeah. He's yeah, still yeah. relevant? I mean, there are room screenings all over the world at this wow. point. Oh, yeah. All that off of that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it pays to I make haven't seen awful. The Room in a couple of years, and I am poorer for it. I need to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out, clearly. I am. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now, as promised, by Anton. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you doing? <laughs> Hello. Wow, I know what Greg's... Hello. <laughs> Anton, you're looking very nice today. Well, thank you. I dressed up in jean shorts and a t-shirt just for you guys. You're yes. crazy. It's pretty wild. Getting way too fancy. And it's very nice to be back in the kill room. I forgot how nice this was. Yes. It is. And how like nice and cool it is in here, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's downright <laughs> nippy. <laughs> so how are things? How's uh, Asylum going? Asylum's going great. It looks amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah. We put a lot of effort into it. I know you do. <laughs> we try to make it look effortless, but, you know, it does take work. I can only imagine because uh, Asylum 37th and Hawthorne, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. If you haven't been in there, I think a lot of you have been in. If you haven't been in, you need to go in there just because it's it's kind of I, – I try to think of like what it's like. It's a little bit of a mix of like a, like a, like an 80s movie like store where you go in and it's like full of like all kinds of magic stuff. Like cool things? Yeah, like cool things. Mm-hmm. Like where a mogwai was bought or something oh. like that. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you had mogwais. In, They're in the back. Yeah, in the yeah, back. Sure. In a so don't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that's, it's... That's the off menu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ask for the mogwai. <laughs> no, it's true because the, like you have so many like collections of really cool, unique things that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's including Mugwise. Inclu- we're, we're not saying that he has them, but we're not not saying that he has them. Yeah, <laughs> ask for those. And it's kind of funny that you would even say like, I, I tr- you, how do you? You were trying to figure out how how to describe it. I was uh-huh. thinking of that on the way over here, and it, it's really we have three stores in one. That's what we have. Okay, yeah. Um, we have one store that is a vintage store, mm-hmm. um, which where we focus on mid-century modern furniture and grown-up furniture, like we were talking about. It is grown-up furniture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we brought that up at the beginning of the show that you were going to tell us about grown-up furniture. And how <laughs> be more grown-up. <laughs> Greg was expressing how he doesn't feel like a grown-up with his furniture, but you have like affordable, yeah. amazing, unique grown-up furniture. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we'll talk about more more. 
about that in a little bit, too. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, with the vintage stuff, unlike your typical antique store or vintage store where uh, if you pull out a drawer mm-hmm. of something, uh, you, there may be stuff in the drawer. There may be stuff behind the drawer. Like, we clean everything top to bottom. We get all the cobwebs off the bottom. We wipe everything down. We oil everything up. We take out all the drawers and vacuum behind. Anywhere nice. where there's anything hidden, we go ahead and clean it so that it is as clean as new furniture. Uh, in fact, oh, uh, that's awesome. Geek in the City, they coined a phrase that I really like a lot, which is turnkey vintage. Like, okay. You don't have to buy a project. Yeah. You're buying something that is ready to use as soon as you get it home. Turnkey vintage. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, we focus on the, on the vintage side. We focus on the Mad Men type stuff. Uh, and then we also have basically a gift store. Where one third of our store is all new items, uh, we try to have things that are functional, things mm-hmm. that uh, have good design, and maybe a touch of whimsy. Yeah, and we try to get things that you're not going to find in every other shop up and down the street. Uh, in fact, some in, for a lot of things, several things we, we, that we have, uh, we are like the only place in Portland or the only place in Oregon that actually carries. Those and I things. know that's what you and Deb specifically look for, right? Too, because you want to like have these unique things. Because so many stores, you know, pop up and there's like, look, we're so like kooky, we're so Portland. They just buy the same random crap that you can get everywhere. Yeah, but you actually like personally shop for each and every item that you have. Yes, and make it unique, which is cool, which is. Per- Perfect for weddings, which is what we were talking about earlier, too. Oh, yeah. Like, perfect How are you guys weddings? on the same wavelength? <laughs> we have a, for the record, we didn't talk about any of this stuff no. No. beforehand. No, no, no. Anton Sauce, all I was doing was standing in front of the fan and complaining how hot it was. For <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you offered me here. some coffee. And I offered you some coffee, and yes. that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, with wedding season coming up, uh, I mean, we have stuff that it will be that is unique. Uh, well, I guess it's not unique because it's not necessarily a one of a kind, but it's stuff that maybe other people are not going to be expecting. Totally. That, again, uh, like uh, a nickel plated salt and pepper shaker that it's all one piece, but is nicely polished. It's got a beautiful, beautiful lines, uh, but it's all one. So you sh- say, shake the salt out of one side, shake the pepper out of the other side. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, As we said that in unison. <laughs> yeah, and you have all kinds of like fun gifts. Like, do you still have like the cell phone speakers that are made out of like the porcelain, where you can yes. stick your cell phone inside of them and then it like amplifies the sound? Yes, the sound and they're like little dome. pieces of art, kind of. In fact, they're very nice pieces of pottery. They fire them at like twelve hundred degrees Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it so that the matte finishes, like not the colored part, but the white part. Um, if you end up getting a smudge on it, uh, in fact, that when we were buying those, uh, when we were considering buying those, the people who made them just they took out a pencil they took out a highlighter they marked them all up and then they just went ahead and wiped them clean oh cool and with the, with the lesser quality um, pottery uh, as soon as you get a mark on it it's in there oh, it's yeah. stuck in the pot. it's oh. stuck in there so i didn't know that yeah that's a good test i never thought about that so well yeah you can t- test not it that out. i'd want to test. test it after you buy it yeah <laughs> maybe if it's somebody else's pottery or something but don't write on their pottery <laughs> yeah. don't bring a pen into asylum <laughs> please i mean we'll be able to get it off but uh, don't don't test rather it. not yeah. <laughs> all right so there's the vintage side there's the gift store so that's two stores mm-hmm. and so there's a, a third store within our store, and it's been there all along, but we've never really talked about it. We've taken the chocolate of the new side and dipped it into the peanut butter of the vintage side. I'm hungry. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and we, have, uh, we also sell contemporary modern furniture. Really? Yes. Awesome. So it's by contemporary modern, when we say mid-century modern, that means that it's, that's the na- modernism. 
or modern is a. This is good because I don't. I would like to know these definitions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when the style first came <laughs> about, to be classy. it was yeah. called modernism, and okay. you have art, architecture, and furniture design that are all based on the ideas of modernism. Clean lines. So that's like Mad Men style? Or? Mad Men style. Okay. But, but um, and as the style has endured all the way up until now. Mm-hmm. But to differentiate old from new or the nuances between uh, the older styles and how uh, – older style of modernism and how it's evolved into the present day, they, they, have, they, termed, they created the term mid-century modern. Okay. As opposed to contemporary modern. Contemporary modern okay. is – Modernism as it looks now. Okay. And mid-century modern is the modernism that was back in the late 40s, 50s, 60s. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's mid-century modernism. Yes. All right. And so, oh, I, I guess on a, on a corollary, when you hear people talk about Danish modern, uh-huh. they are talking about mid-century modern or just modernism that has come out of Denmark or kind of from Scandinavia as a whole. Okay, so it's more Scandinavian. So that's a whole okay. thing of its own. That's a whole Danish thing of modernism. It. Dan- they use a lot more teak, uh, okay. with, with sometimes with hints of oak, whereas if you look at uh, American mid-century modern, um, you're looking at woods that are from here or specifically from the areas where a lot of that furniture was created, which is in North Carolina, and that's you're going to have a lot of uh, walnut, um, you're going to have some oak in, in there as well, and we also have teak. But but walnut is what we use the most here in America. Cool. I can't imagine just for you. So you go out and find these things, you know, at different because I know I've talked to you before when you're getting back from from different conventions or wherever you go to go buy all of these different products. Like how much you have to go through to find these specific items that you have in your store. Yes, uh, like, w- there there are days when we'll go out looking and we come back with an empty van, mm-hmm. uh, but the, because we, we we don't want to just. We it's good to be picky. It's good to be yeah, particular. Yeah, we don't want to just be a used furniture store or like, hey, look, here's old stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's not what we're about. We're yeah. really looking. <laughs> this is old. Come buy it. Buy, buy yeah. our old stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, we really want the stuff that has the nice design. It's well constructed, and and when possible, we we'll try to get it in when it's in really good condition as well. But if it's not, um, then we'll go ahead and try to refinish it if it's if it's worth refinishing. Yeah. Um, wow. But you're getting furniture that's been around for, you know, 50, 60 years sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you just because earlier you were talking about how you, you guys will clean out all the drawers and anything. Have you ever found anything weird in there? In like the drawers, like if you buy some vintage furniture and – Oh, good question. Uh, I, I was in spiders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you find uh, weird spiders? <laughs> I mean we found uh, wallets that have like – an old uh, like social security security card in them or something like that, but no money. Yeah, um, okay. uh, we have found you know all the stuff that people throw in their like uh, um, pantyhose still in the wrappers. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, found an old like nineteen was, uh, it was like nineteen sixty four. What was it? A Girl Scout calendar or something like Weird. that? Huh. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it was actually awesome. Because, yeah, I would want to see that. Um, well, I don't want to say what uh, it was. We ended up giving it to Deb's sister for her birthday because she was in the Girl Scouts or something like or, around that time frame yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was, you know, that was kind of a fun gift to give. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Well, see, I'd argue you have not three but four stores because you also have <laughs> the amazing like fashiony stuff because you have all like the really cool like well, wooden earrings and 
and the sunglasses and bags. Sure. Like you have a lot of accessories as well. And by the way, we've, we've had people coming in specifically to buy sunglasses. My sister, every time she visits, we always go into asylum because she's like, all right, I need a new pair of sunglasses. Let's go to asylum. <laughs> Done. Awesome. Thank you. And then you. I end up getting another pair of sunglasses. And then awesome. we Thank wipe you. you out of your sunglasses. <laughs> That's pretty much it. The great thing is we always have more. <laughs> yes, I know. And they keep, it's like every time I, like, I buy one, I'll come back and like a new like magical pair I've never seen before is there. They change designs quite a bit. I know. Uh, I so, like it. You Keep the designs fresh. Yep, yep. So, yeah, you'll, um, I mean, they'll carry them for a little while, and then they're not there anymore, so we're always getting to introduce new stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, but if we could, just yes. quickly go back to the new furniture. Yes, indeed. Actually, you know what? The it, contemporary modern furniture? Contemporary modern furniture. Okay, yes. You are an excellent student. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we've, we've had furniture in there, the new furniture in there, since we've opened, pretty much. Um, um, but we've never been able to find exactly what we've been wanting to find. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the stuff that we've had has been good quality things because that's what we look for first. But maybe mm-hmm. the styling isn't quite what we were hoping it would be. Um, but we've found a company about one and a half, two years ago, something like that. Uh, and they, we, I didn't want to talk about it beforehand uh, just because we like to test this stuff out over time and make sure right. that what we think we're getting is what we're getting. But there is a, a, a line of furniture that we are super, super uh, happy with right now. Um, and they make uh, sofas and chairs and, and, you know, what you need in your house. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, they... It's A, good quality, and B, environmentally conscious. Oh, great. And C, has the right stylings. Uh, people come in and they ask, oh, is this old? No, no, no. This is all brand new, and you can cho- choose your own colors if you want to. Um, but Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it looks like the vintage stuff, uh, but it's not a direct copy of it. Um, as far as quality, it's it's good and sturdy. It's, uh, it's padded in all the right places. Um, that's in the cushions. They hold up. Um, we've we've talked to some of the people who have who've had the uh, some pieces for you know over a year now. Perfect. They, Perfect condition. Yep, they awesome. love it. The, the 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 cushions have retained their firmness. Uh, so we we're really happy about that. Uh, as far as environmentally conscious, uh, for example, the the cushions themselves are soybean based foam. Uh, wow. Yeah. Or, yes, I said that right. Yeah. Soybean, soybean foam, as opposed to petroleum based. Yeah. Um, what else? The, the the springs are made of eighty percent recycled metal. Oh, that's uh, cool. Any of the wood that's used in the frames comes from uh, suppliers that use sustainable forestry pa- practices. That wow. is really neat. That is very conscious. And they do not. That's a Portland sofa, right? That's there. a Portland that sofa. Portland it's sofa. a Portland sofa, but it has to come out of California. Here's the next best thing: they don't douse it with uh, the fire retardant chemicals, which California has decided that over time, the number of fires that have been prevented in the lives saved from the you know people I don't know smoking on their couches or whatever, right, um, has uh, not been as many as the people who perhaps have gotten cancer from being exposed to those chemicals all Jeez. the time. Oh, so state of California said if you're going to put those chemicals into your sofas or any of your other furniture, you actually have to disclose that. And the company that we work with, which is also a small company, so we like the That's know, good. small business to small business. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we don't want that stuff in there. And so we're like, awesome. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's a very Oregon thing, yeah. uh, but it comes out of California. We would love to have 
Oregon-made furniture, but then we you know, wouldn't have those extra benefits. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, and if it works, it works regardless of where it's from. Right. And it Absolutely. sounds pretty Oregon-y. It's still made in America. Still made in America in the USA. still helping U.S. jobs. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I mean, just congratulations, too, on just having all this stuff going. I can't imagine what it's like to balance the you know four different stores I think we determined that you have. I guess if sunglasses count. Sure. Sunglasses <laughs> count store, yes. I, I would throw all that into the, the new gift line or whatever. The gift line. Kind yeah, of thing. Sure. Yeah. But you guys it's make true. it all work, and it's a fantastic place. And if you haven't been in there, go check it out. If you haven't been in in a bit, go check it out. And if you want to buy some contemporary modern furniture or mid-century furniture. You're so modern proud of yourself furniture. for remembering that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, into, <laughs> go into asylum. <laughs> and if I may say one thing about price, too. Yeah. We do not mark things up as much as other companies. Now, I know you hear a lot of people say that. Uh-huh. Um, we've had a hard – we've been – Trying to figure out how to show that. There is a company called Joybird out there. Uh, they're in our Facebook feed and other ads anywhere we're on the internet because we're always looking up mid-century modern furniture. Mm-hmm. And this is a company that started out just direct to consumer. Uh, they build f- new furniture that is inspired by the mid-century furniture. They, they're making a foray now into trying to get into retail stores. So they're selling to us wholesale and then we go ahead and mark it up and, mm-hmm. and put our own price on it. Here's what's fantastic. They sell it to us. We have to pay for shipping. We still put a certain amount that we think is fair on there, and it is still less than what they are charging when it's direct to consumer, and they don't even have a middleman. So, for example, this is the biggest, uh, most dramatic, I think, um, uh, price difference. Mm -hmm. There's a credenza that we have that we are selling for $2,500 brand new. Um, If you buy it from the company directly, with their free shipping, quote unquote, free shipping, <laughs> yeah. you only have to pay thirty five hundred. Wow! Oh, wow, that's a thousand dollar difference. It's a thousand dollar difference. So when they again, when they put their stuff on sale for, hey, we're having a sale, twenty percent off. You can always still get it cheaper at our store. And the same goes for this other furniture line, which is actually called Huntington Industries. Uh, but uh, the Huntington Industry stuff, again, we don't mark up that much. It's basically on sale all the time. And unlike the companies where you say, you know, hey, get this sofa for $500, I look at that and go, okay, that's going to be falling apart in probably a year, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's inexpensive but it's also cheap. Uh, the furniture that we're selling is the next step up, but we're, it's also more affordable. And it's durable. And it's going to last you longer. It's a better investment. Awesome. Better good investment. Way to look at it. Yeah. Better investment than the I'm going to get the $500 sofa investment. Not, but the, as far as the vintage furniture that we sell, also good investment because you know, is, again, has lasted this long. Absolutely. Yes. Cool. Greg, you should probably I've look got an to education hip up here. now. I know. Well, I know. I mean, it's just awesome that I, that I, now I've learned all of this. I know. You're I very proud of yourself. I am. Spread it around. <laughs> Will do. Done and done. Act erudite to all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, and please go visit Anton and Deb uh, down at Asylum, 37th and Southeast Hawthorne. It's an amazing space. Thank with you. A, run by amazing people. And while you're down there, be sure to pick up a t-shirt and a hat from Fun Employment Radio. Yes. It is sunny out. Uh, you need to protect your eyes. The you trucker, do. The trucker caps. Definitely shield your eyes from the sun. They're pretty solid. They're pretty solid. And uh, I think you guys, I can't remember who, was it just you, Greg, who was dropping off the the hats? Yes. Okay. I think so. I think we were talking to John, and he was like, that's probably about a $40 hat um, because of the quality. Again, and Mm -hmm. you guys are selling it for 20 bucks. And it's the cheapest that you can get it anywhere. That's right. At Asylum. That's right. Mm -hmm. And the t-shirts. Come on. 
I don't think you consciously did this, but it's a green that evokes um, uh, St. Patrick's Day, which, yeah. of course, says it's very festive. drinking, which says fun employment radio. <laughs> and summer. And, and summer. The green of Oregon. Oh, my All gosh. These it's so many things. Come on down. Support those guys. Yes. And get a T-shirt. It's oh. 20 bucks. It You're is the best, Anton. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Go into Asylum, 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Get in there. Get in there. That's Come on down, doing. folks. Yeah. And uh, if they're, yeah, because you're usually there pretty much at some point every day, aren't you? Uh, we are there on and off pretty much every day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Because uh, <laughs> we all live in the same neighborhood, too. So I'll see Anton and Deb a lot as I'm like riding my bike by, like, hey. <laughs> Yes. Which is cool, which is what I love about Portland. We're, we're often there early in the morning before store hours. Mm. Uh, so if you're coming later in the day, which I know that sometimes you have, mm. uh, we don't, you're less likely to run into us. But yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're there. Well, you hire good people. All of your employees are so yeah. nice and so helpful. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you. That's another thing we like. Quality employees. And we quality have found Quality people. Quality, quality, quality. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are all fantastic. Uh, coming up later on on the network tonight, there is um, actually not going to be a McMahon horn because Adam Posse is in the finals for Helium's Funniest Person, which Sarah and I are going to be judging tonight. Which is the hardest thing ever, by the way. Yeah. Just so, so you know. it's <laughs> If you're coming to, to Helium Comedy Club tonight, that's where the finals are going to be. Uh, yeah, Sarah and I will be there along with Kenny. So when they announce our name, just like cheer for well, us Well, somebody really cheer loud. for us, please, cheer if you're going to be really there. Loud. That's my like, fear. My fear is that it's, we're going to be People there. have always cheered for I us. I know, so but what if like, this is the year that they don't? Okay, yeah. Come down there and cheer for us. Please come and cheer for us. <laughs> uh, yes, you can still get ki- uh, tickets at heliumcomedy.com. So it was kind of hard to find them, but um, if you click on the 8 p.m. link, that'll uh-huh. send you the link to buy tickets there. Okay, yeah, so you so get tickets. It, yep, so you can still get tickets. Yeah, get some tickets and then, uh, you know, cheer for us. Yeah, and 12 stuff. comedians uh, competing tonight. 12, 12, 12 of them. That's that a lot. It's going to be very tough it's to judge. It's going to be very hard. Yes. A lot of funny. It's yeah. going to be so much funny. Yeah, it is a lot. Uh, all right, well, thank you so much, everybody, and thank you, Anton. And like uh, like Asylum on Facebook, too. Oh, please, yeah. Yep. Facebook, Facebook.com slash PDX Asylum. And thank you guys for having me back in. Oh, you're the best. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Anton, for coming in. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.